And now, Remus and Johan in outer space. Ignition sequence has started. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. We have commit and we have liftoff at 213. One more trip for man. Standard five, building up to 7.6 million pounds of thrust, and it is clear the tower. Iron Man. Yeah, we high up here as hell, man. We in space, nigga. I know. By literal space. Private aircraft, too. Looks like we flying. Good luck. Good luck on that we flying like we flying in our own private spaceship. Yeah, you know, I stay cool with Pally and Pal. Right. Yeah. Why they pronounce their names differently? Yeah. It's spelled it's spelled the same, like they homies and they probably related. No, nah, sure you thinking way too hard on I'm this. just saying like one of them probably got real bougie. Well, they just probably wanted to differentiate themselves. Yo, check oh, out the moon, son. Yeah, what's the moon? Shit. Wow. They go Earth right there, mm. son. Oh, <laughs> where are we actually, where, where are we really even going? We are in space, bro. We are in space, I'm just saying. Like, like, like Jupiter or something. Ain't nobody been in Jupiter. That's why we go. What you think you think it's gonna be like a party up there or something? Like they're gonna be just jiving, juking everything. I know it's gonna be some going dumb. Yeah, it's gonna be some different hoes up in there. Man, like, you always worried about the females. Yeah, it's be some green hoes, nigga. Yo, I may need you to fuck some green hoes. Yeah, I think I already did that. Oh, yeah, I'm out of cookies, man. It turns out, ladies and gentlemen, that they were not actually in a private aircraft. They were actually high on bath salts. A brain on bath salts is a brain that might get eaten. I've been working this grave shift and I ain't yeah, yeah. shit. I wish I me could buy me a spaceship and fly. I've been working this grave shift and I ain't made shit. I wish that, I could Yo, what's going on? That's it, folks. You Hello, 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 world. Hello out there. A lyric to my left. Yes, I am right here to In your the left. left ear canal. Right on. What's going on? Uh, yeah, that was a little bit of a Remus and Johan. Remus and Johan is getting themselves into quite a bit of trouble. Oh, no, those crazy guys. Crazy dudes. That's what they get hanging out in Florida. <laughs> uh, so a couple things happened in Florida. First, uh, there was a, a private space launch. <laughs> It happened in Florida, uh, definitely. And uh, also, where the young man uh, was ate somebody's face off. 
not linking that up. Man. No, it's not. You've seen, you've seen it. You know about it. You've heard about it. But, uh, there, there, were, there have been some other. Uh, well, they also had that. There was like another guy. Well, this like, dude thought he was a zombie. No, no, he just he just was like high as fuck, man. He, he, Bad salt. He like got butt naked and okay. then started. Eat, they they were fighting, and then he got butt naked and started eating the dude's face. Okay, well let, let's talk about this first of all. You got to be in a really bad place in your life to just I mean snort basalt. I mean like. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not I, don't I mean, know, I don't know what the, the the price of weed is nowadays, or like, I don't know what like like what the price of like heroin and cocaine. It, it can it cannot have gotten that high, uh, uh, and, and economically infeasible that you were like, you know what, I'm gonna try this. Just, just give like, me some bath salt. Give shit. me some shit. I don't know what the, anyone is. Well, I mean, I know people that drink alcohol, like straight alcohol. You know what I mean? Like they drink Listerine and shit, just straight up. I seen somebody right, on the train it, just down Listerine like it was like it was a whiskey. Yeah, but here's the other thing, right? Neat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clean and fluoride fresh. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, geez, Louise, craziness to be able to snort bath salt and then just I mean, there was I guess, a dude. There was a dude in Jersey who like I don't know the, all the details, but like he was like throwing his own intestines. At the yeah. Top. But then there was something that was like a, a zombie thing too going on. Well, they, they say, I mean, they, they think they're zombies. They, they, they equated him to a zombie because he's eating the guy's face, and zombies eat people's brains. No, I can't get over this. Uh, this is crazy. When I first heard it, I couldn't believe. It. I thought it was like a joke, right? No, you know, hey, I don't know if you heard about this rapper maybe a few years ago. This guy in he's from Texas named Big Lurch. I heard of Big Lurch. Who's in jail forever now? Right. Uh, because he was high on PCP. Well, and shout out to James Brown. <laughs> and R.I.P. We miss you. And, and so he was on PCP. So much soul. And all right. And he ate his he ate his girlfriend's face, and they found him butt naked in the street. Hold on a second. They pumped his stomach and found pieces of her heart mm. in his like. Don't guys, don't do drugs, Please, man. Like, just, just don't, don't, don't just you stop. You gonna wake up and they gonna be like, yo, you ate somebody's face, man, and then you ain't never coming home from jail, or you gonna be dead. This segment is brought to you by the '80s babies, and we say, don't do drugs, and especially don't do bath salt. I and mean, but especially in Florida, especially in Florida, which we're gonna stay like, on Florida for a second. Because messed up stuff happens in Florida. It, Not to mention the Trayvon Martin case that, that happened in Florida. We ain't even gonna go no, into that. No, but we're gonna touch it a little bit because it happened in Florida. And I mean, Florida is one of these states that obviously has had that kind of stuff happen on hey. a consistent basis. And we well, talked about this on the last show, but I just had to bring it up again because Florida place, is kind of, they not to mention that they threw out all the absentee, ba- they threw out all the ballots that happened uh, during the election for from Gore and, and Bush. 2000. 2000. Uh, well, um, and, and uh, for all my lawyers out there listening, uh, you'll know that the Flo- state of Florida has weird like laws. They do. Um, that don't happen in other states. That's why when you take the bar exam, you know you have to pass the bar in whatever state you're you're gonna practice in, right? Right. Uh, and in some states, you can like use the multiple choice test for a different state, like New York and New Jersey have reciprocity. Other states depend, you know, whatever. But Florida has reciprocity with guess who? Who? Nobody. <laughs> Not a motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, well, ourselves. It, it doesn't. It, it doesn't surprise me, and not, not to mention that uh, uh, Florida is also uh, struggling with trying to do. They're trying to register voters. You know how you have a lot of the people who you know come from 
uh, impoverished neighborhoods mm-hmm. and uh, they don't get out to vote as often because they don't know how, they don't know what to do, how to get involved. And, you know, there's the people who meet you in like, you know, supermarket uh, parking lots and register to vote, you know, get you registered to vote. Now they done, made, they done passed this new law where it makes it twice as difficult for them to register the voters because you have to do it in a 48 hour process where you have to get the paperwork, take it down there and get it approved and within 48 hours. And, you know, man, brothers take, ain't trying it to take do us all that. a little it take us a little time. Listen, this is the Internet age. Like I, I get an email. Right. Right. And if it's like click here to read the message. Right. Ah, just go to my next email right you know, I mean, I'm not gonna, like, you know you'll put that on the back burner that's like the one a, you might this you is might an age of convenience and i think um, a little bit later when you're on the toilet the, or something i think the racists out there are trying to take advantage of the fact that i think so you know what i mean like well, okay yo this is some old grandfather clause bullshit quite well, you frankly know, i'm gonna play the devil's advocate and i'm gonna say you know there's a lot of uh you know what well there's a lot of people in the state of florida who may not be american citizens so I mean, it's pretty much like Cuba down there. What? Nigga, in, listen, in the bottom, hey, hey Miami, Miami is you. You look, get beat up if you can't speak Spanish. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Colorado can see. You getting beat up? Not me, nigga. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, I can okay. say a little bit. All right. Okay. I can say a little bit. All right. I understand better than I speak it. Yo, having a big pun album does not count. Okay. Well. <laughs> Okay, uh, devil's advocate. Let me just say, okay, that, that law. It, you you know that's just some BS. Like, come on. All right. I mean, come I'm, on. I'm like, just saying. You, nah. I'm not saying that there's anything there's wrong with that. Everywhere. Of course there and are. It's not even for them. It's not for no illegal immigrants. Well, no, it's it for, is because you know most it's for of the, black people. Let's no. Get okay. Now it, you always got to make it, it about black folks. I'm oh. talking about. I'm talking about all of them. Like everybody that's in that area. All of us that are. You you're know, thinking coming of from, you're thinking coming from impoverished neighborhoods. That's only South Florida really with the okay. cubans well south florida uh, yeah let me tell you a little something central florida you can kiss my ass all right the whole the whole middle of the state shout out to probation officer lynn rocco whoa. we're not gonna get into that whoa hey whoa hey so shall we keep talking about things that are wrong with florida or? yeah let's do it okay there's the whole disney area right right okay. uh all the all the shitty boy bands from the late 90s <laughs> came out of orlando that's something wrong with florida right there degrees or some uh shit. yeah uh 98 degrees backstreet boys they all came out of florida all, uh, yeah it was like the same oh, manager wow, um sync so uh cool. flow rider and his hairline well, flow rider wasn't that bad when he he's, came out I mean, he's pretty he bad. had a couple hits and then he started uh, doing stuff <laughs> Shut your ass up. Wow, yeah. just hating on him. But his yep. name was kind of cool. Florida. You know what I mean? Florida. Okay, don't try to act like you was the only one who it took a second for you to get that. It okay, fine. I was one of the I'm a minute. I was one of the people. It took me a second. I had to look at it on paper to be like, oh, oh right. Okay, I get it because he's from Flo. Oh, Flo Rider. Flo Rider. It only works with Flo Rider. Right. Yeah. That's crazy though, right? I thought, okay. Look. I mean, I, he, he, I, he's not good. He's not. I didn't say he was great. Hey, I just but, said his name but listen, was kind of listen, cool. Listen, I, I just want to shout out Miami. Shout real out quick, to Miami. Uh, because I'll be there next weekend for a bachelor party. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this, this is a kind of a good segue, then I guess, to go right into wedding season. Oh, man. Let right? me tell you. So this, but this, uh, before we get into wedding season, we just want to say one thing to Florida. The, the fuck are you doing? Also, I would throw, I would also, state. I would also like to deem um, the state of Wisconsin. Wyland for respect. I'm also going to deem them as a, as an undercover crazy state. What it, yo, they're trying to um, uh, eliminate 
hospital visitation rights <laughs> for gay couples. Like that's some cold blooded <laughs> shit right there, right? I like, mean, like yo, you can't see somebody in the hospital. That that's spiteful. It is. That's spiteful and evil. It's just rude. Shame on you. No, don't just be sorry. Think for one yeah. fucking Scott second. Scott Walker and all your ugly minions. Mm, minions. That's a good word. I love that word to just just belittle somebody with you. You know what? You look like a minion. <laughs> <laughs> mush <laughs> yeah this next segment in our podcast is being brought to you by boo loving where you stay booed up that's a damn shame now i'm only hating mainly because i don't really got no boo right now that's okay man you know what i'm saying i'm a little uh, it, lonely it's cool no that's cool it's cool i mean it's cool oh, it is cool i'm getting a it lot is- of work done yeah, you get my get work done, and you know what? Um, have fun, right? Right. All right. So, okay, I, it's wedding season right now. It is wedding season right now, and I'm and in. I'm in the. I'm in the first part of my rookie wedding season. Um, I have a lot. Now, have a now long explain, explain, of explain the rookie wedding season. This is the okay. first time you're gonna get. You, right, you got yeah. some boys getting married. This is exactly. the first year. Okay. I'm going. Check right. it out. Right. Uh, C4 is going to five weddings this year. Wow. Five. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, That's crazy. One of them was a late addition to the agenda. Right. Um, but uh, I, I already got my first one under my belt. Okay. Uh, last weekend out in Long Island. Hmm. Uh, shout out to Jackie and Vic. Shout out to y'all. Congrats. Um, Slow clap. No, we'll give y'all a real clap. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm 29. 29. 29 now. And uh, this is the first year that like a whole bunch of people I know are getting married in the same year. Mm. Uh, three weddings are ART weddings. Well, that's funny because one of them I know I'll be at. The other two wasn't invited. Those are my people. I don't, I don't care. I should have been. You know what? I should have been invited though. Uh, well, you can. Okay. That's why I don't even know my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, shout out to the hoodies. <laughs> shout out to the hoodies. And um, fuck Florida. Exactly. I'm sorry, Florida, but damn. Hey, yeah, man. So uh, yeah, I'm a groomsman in my homeboy's wedding that's in about uh, two weeks now. Um, we got the bachelor party down in Miami this next next weekend. Right. Um, so, you know, uh, all y'all listeners out there, pray for your boy C4 to come mm-hmm. back in one piece. Just and, don't wear the hoodie. And with a, with a liver. Uh, <laughs> I would and like with to. with a liver. And with a liver. I, I might need a transplant. Uh, my blood type is O for all the, the, well, the benevolent that's a universal listeners blood type. out here. Exactly. That's that good blood. Yeah. I'm also an O, o, uh, o blood type. O type? O type. Um, yeah, man. So, like, man, um, it's, it, like when you when you start hitting that age, when a bunch of your friends start getting married, that means- you start like, thinking. Yeah, a bunch of your friends are getting settled down, and you're like, it's like, it's knocking on the door. Mm. Who's next? Who's next? You're looking around. People are going to be dropping like flies. But then you start looking at yourself like, when am I ever going to get married? You know, am I ever going to really find somebody that I'm going to, you know, really want to be with for the rest of my life? Is marriage even really for me? Do I want kids? Yeah, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to find a woman that I'm going to have kids with and be with forever. Because, you know, when I think about marriage, I think about being with a woman forever, not cheating on her. You know, and that takes a lot of willpower to not cheat on a woman because you're going to be with her for the rest of your life. If you don't really love her like that, I mean, even if you do love her like that, when you start seeing about this, you know, young looking, trim, you new know, vile, new vagina walking around, banging, 
thickness and with the skin showing booties. You get a little, you know, curious to start thinking like so weak in the knees. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it is like that. It's really real out here. So, you know, I, I don't know. You know, then you start thinking about marriage. Hey, but, man. But, but, but I didn't hey, mean to cut I, you off. No, no. Listen. That, that I mean, it's not like I'm speaking from experience. Like, I'm I not under, speaking from myself or anything. Yo, I'm just I, talking in general, right? CFO, understand, man. All right. I understand. As the 80s babies creep towards 30, right. um, you see things happening to you. Like, you know, you don't necessarily like, ah, I don't know, do I really want to go to the club? Do I <laughs> no, be- I don't. I I'm going to tell you straight up. I don't like going nope. to the clubs anymore. Not it's too all. crowded. You be like, hey. The music is usually whack. But I'm just saying, though, as you get older, man, you start to realize the clubs don't, the clubs ain't really what it's The clubs are not where it's at. It's about lounges. You I mean, can't I, maybe even, I'm just getting old. I'm old. Fat. I don't know. Yo, it is about know. the lounge. You know why? Because like, like, even if, it, yo, say you even, you just trying to get your mac on right you can't even talk to chicks in the club you be like hey and you nine times out of ten you got that old you got that standard over your head saying if you meet a chick in the club you know you can't really wife her up never so you You know know. but then so yeah i'm I'm all for a nice bar or lounge with a good drink special maybe the game on maybe some kind of tv definitely definitely you know maybe they got a cool dj playing like you know some 90s music maybe some 80s maybe some 70s you know some nice cool jamming music where you got the the, the shoulder rock going groove with it you know and and you're more likely to uh hear good music right and uh meet a lady nice looking lady you know you can talk to that might have on dresses i don't know hey Wear a dress Maybe from they time to time. Either way, they just might be ready to talk to a dude. You know what I'm saying? It's Maybe. Hard. It's hard out And here. then, but see, then the next thing that happens in your late 20s, uh, you're at, after you leave the bar, you go to sleep, you wake up the next day, and you're still hungover. You're still hungover. Uh, afternoon. <laughs> you know, back in the day, like, when you was like, yo, when I, like when you was a freshman, you in college, you wake up the next day, you're like, I feel great. Well, I gotta say, I didn't have that big of a problem. I was, just, yeah, I would get up, I would still be hungover in college, but it would kind of fade quickly. I, I'm, I'm really good at managing hangovers. I think the thing that I'm realizing now, as yo, far as recovery, I'm, I'm like, I'm like a couple years older than you. It gets right? even worse. Yeah, I can only imagine. That's why I'm on my 37th day of no drinking, no smoking, no alcohol. I mean, no red meat, and no pork. Yo, man, I'm on like my, I'm on like my 21st hour of that. That's great. Yeah. That's well, at least you you got to you start somewhere. Yeah, and uh, and shout out to to non-athletic weekend activities. Hey, shout out to those. Keep yourself active, ladies and gentlemen. Go Keep to the museum. Active. Go to the museum. See a play. See a play, which I did this weekend. Oh, indeed. Yeah, and I actually want to talk about that a little bit. Okay. Um, the two shows I saw uh, were on Broadway. Okay. Um, the first one I saw was a streetcar named Desire, and it was a Tennessee Williams play that was actually uh, adapted for an all-black cast. It wasn't really adapted, but there was an all-black cast. And if you know anything about Tennessee Williams, you know that these plays were not traditionally written for black people. So shout out to all my white people. White people. Oh, God, I love being white. I really do. But, you know, uh, for those of you who don't really are, are you know, theater aficionados or anything. A Streetcar Named Desire is is arguably the greatest play in all of American theater. It's great, man. It's such a good play. And, and in fact, and it, it, when we were in grad school, like Tennessee Williams is a class we have to take. Exactly. That's that's how important it is. Um, so how was that? Like, cause was, I I kind of want to see it. it. You have a limited time left to see it. I think it's done. Um, actually, this month this is June now, so I think it's done. Maybe it, next week. Next weekend. I'm not gonna see it then, because <laughs> uh, I, I no, I'm. It's not gonna happen. I I would love to, but uh, well, the lady who plays Blanche, last name Parker, she was in Soul Food, beautiful light skin 
beautiful eyes. Nicole Ari Parker. Exactly. Hey. Exactly that. She's, I know she, my light skinned girl. She's beautiful. And um she's actually very How was talented. she? She was stunning, man. I was really like locked in from the beginning. It took me a second to kind of figure out who I was gonna follow in the show. Uh-huh. And it didn't out of nowhere. She just her character just came to me. Like it just emerged and I was just like, all right, fine. I'm not and, and stopping wasn't, you. Wasn't wasn't Blair Underwood? Mr. Stanley? Blair Mr. Blair Underwood was Stanley. Yo, I was in the K and G uh looking for a suit. Right on. Blair Underwood makes suits, man. Does he really? He does. And Blair I, Underwood does a lot of things. That, that made that made the- me not want to get that suit. I seen Blair Underwood face on the joint. I was like eh. what? He's trying to make money, man. You can't yeah. get mad at him for making suits. I, I, Why would you man. just hate like that? He was like, oh, Blair Underwood made this, man. I don't want this suit. I mean, it's not like, it's not like you know. Like what? Like a, I don't know. He hate me. He <laughs> hate me. But I'm not saying he was actually okay, too. I mean, I mean two chains ain't make the suit. Titty chains don't need to make no suits because it right. just don't sound like a good marketing nah, plan for him. Not at all. Yeah, this is a new suit by Titty Chains. <laughs> I don't think anybody would buy it. Nope. No. But no, Blair Underwood was doing all right, man. He was doing his thing up there on stage. I mean, I'm not here to judge anybody because I respect all those who are on Broadway. And uh, but I well, do think that. Well, you know, say say what you thought of it. No, the, well, I thought he did some. He did some. He had some wonderful moments. Uh, but by far, Blanche's character is just you know she's just she's just three dimensional, and, and you know you just want to. Just to, to understand what she what she's going through at all times, so it was very a wonderful cast. Um, I really like to see uh, my my. I like to dis, I, I love to see uh, Avon Barksdale on Broadway. He was there. He was on Broadway. Who was who was he? He played uh, the character that was trying to uh, woo uh, Blanche. He oh he played Mitch. Mitch. Yeah, I played Mitch in class. <laughs> <laughs> and and SC four to your door is cheesing hard right now. I am. Uh, yeah, shout out to Wood Harris. Wood Harris, aka his, his Avon Barksdale. Shout of out the to Wire. Avon Barksdale and shout out to the Wire. But he did his thing on Broadway. That was another. That Yo, was he's a the, great actor. No, he really is. And I didn't. I didn't know. I was like, you know, I was. I was curious to see Yo, him let me, do his. Let me, let me his hop bro- on my my ticket. Ticket charge real quick. See if I can see this joint. They, they got me hyped, yo. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. No, it's a great show, and I'm over. And I and I just wanted to say that like, the dialogue work. I mean, I think I thought they did a, a excellent job with that. I mean, and I was really watching Wood Harris because I was like, you know, okay, I've seen you do, uh, you know, The Wire, and you played the hell out that character, and I didn't. I really that was like one of my first times. He really like shine to me, but I mean, then I remember um, uh, he's been around forever uh, too, yeah, looking exactly for the same age. I know, and he's killing it though. And he, he was he was in a paid in full, paid in full. He was playing eight. Yo, but check, he was in above the rim. He wasn't above the rim. Looking exactly the same. Exactly yeah, it was in 94. Same. Exactly the same. <laughs> hey, what the hell? But he's great, man. And he's good in the show, too. I was really like, I was like, yo. I was like, just kind of like grinning out of like admiration and like, yo, he's he's dope. I'm, I'm like pumped. I was really happy to see him do well. That's what's up. That's so a, that's a good that's show. That's a good you, character, too. No, it is. And if you can get out to see it, please do. Uh, uh, once again, that was A Streetcar Named Desire by Tennessee Williams. The second show that I saw this weekend was Clyborne Park. Uh-huh. And that show is the extension of what was it, it was written in response to a raisin in the sun. I'm not sure if you knew that. I did not know that. And, uh, it, and so ex- explain in what way. So it takes place um on Clyborne Park, okay. which is an area of town right uh cuz where 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 did raisin in the sun take place? I don't know. Uh well, Raisin in the Sun took place next to Clyborne Park. Oh, okay. I just thought, <laughs> I just remember Sydney was up in the movie doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. But the, uh, so anyhow, this was in, written He's in response to, to play that. me. I'm supposed to remember. <laughs> oh, it, it was next to Clyborne Park. Well, <laughs> no. it was. It was actually, I think, on the same street or whatever. So anyhow, it was a, it was a part of town. 
that um, they had moved into, right? right. And they were uh, so anyhow. This uh, this show was written in response to that, and I thought it was a great. It was great, very well written. Uh, the cast was was dope. There was a couple things in it that kind of struck me as odd and awkward. As far as the woman, the mom character was a little weird with her. She did like this funny bobblehead thing that I wasn't a big fan of. I didn't uh, really know what I didn't know. I didn't uh, understand, and I was trying to like. I, I think it's bad. You thought it, you, you thought it was a, like a device, like it wasn't like yeah, well, a character thing. I also feel that anytime an actor does something that makes the audience have to like necessarily like, like distracting well yeah that distracting but also leaves me trying to make sense of what that was used for like you know if i'm trying my best to, to try to piece it together to make it fit right something like oh maybe it was because of this why she was doing that or maybe it was because of that why she was doing it, it should be clear right right it says that is the actor and the director's uh, duty to make sure that you know why that person is doing it's that. It's so funny when I see Fortilio Dora talks about theater, he automatically puts in the liquid you. I, he said duty. I did. You Shout know. out to Nancy Hofek. Nancy Hofek. Because she would be upset. If I said duty, she'd be like, ah. I don't know if she would do that sound effect, but I, she, she might. might do something of the such. She might be like, <sighs> <laughs> Shout out to Nancy Hofek. Shout out to Nancy Hofek. Uh, but no, the, the show is also uh, great. It's on uh, Broadway as well. If you could check that out, please do. There was some good acting uh, moments in there. I think I just... I, I, I realized again how much I really enjoy uh, being an actor and being in theater. And actually, you know... Theater I, is a beautiful thing. We don't get to do it as much as we, we would like. Well, I mean, I mean, yes and no. You know, but at the same time, I think that it's one of those things that... You know, when you go, you kind of really get that. It's kind of like going to church sometimes. You know, you go mm -hmm. to church and you feel like you've been replenished and you've been like you, you right. know, you're full of spirit. And I feel like when I went to the theater, I got that same fulfillment. And Good. I was very, you know, happy and, and, and thankful for all the performers uh, for giving me that opportunity to experience that. That's what's up. Um, so what was it like being... What were your, and your, I sat your, pretty close to front row. I sat front row for the uh, Clybourne Park, and I also sat like in the orchestra to the left, like three three rows back for uh, Streetcar. Nice. So I was. Really and so uh, those mix. houses, how were like? What was it like? Was it like being in a, oh, a, yeah. a, a in a specific kind of church? Now this is interesting because I wanted to talk about this because it's a difference between having a black house, meaning having a black audience, and a white audience when you see theater, and there is it's like night and day, no pun intended in that. But I'm saying, uh, you know, black folks when they go to the theater, they are very vocal, you know, very animated in the they audience. They like to interact. They like to say stuff. They like to like you know talk back, like you know when you're watching the movies and you're like, oh, don't go there. Oh, watch out for that motherfucker right there. Can oh I, shit! I, I don't. Oh, like that's that. crazy. I don't like girl. That. Woo! I don't like it. Shit is sexy. Look at that. Ooh, look at his abs. I'm going to tell you right now. Now, it wasn't that ridiculous, but there were some points where I was curious. It made me... Because I, I don't really have a problem with it. Because if you're enjoying the theater and that's what it brings out of you, so be it. Well, also, I think with... Um, now, now, you can disagree with me because okay. I wasn't there. Right. Um, but with Streetcar, right? Mm -hmm. It's build and promoted and everybody knows that this is an all black cast right right mm -hmm. so um like a lot of things that is like if it was like fences or you know a, a traditionally black play or whatever like you have a certain set of audience that is supporting it because it is a black piece of theater mm -hmm. so you have some black people going to the theater who not would not necessarily be like a theater audience. Mm 
Mm-hmm. You know, like, like you right. know what I mean? Exactly. Like, like they're going because, like, when uh, what was this? the the uh, mountaintop on the mountaintop? Right. Right. Like some people want to see. A, a new play that's on Broadway by an up and coming playwright. Shout out to Katori Hall. Shout out to Katori Hall. Um, whereas some people are like, hey girl, Angela Bassett and Samuel L's on Broadway <laughs> now. We about to see them. You know, and I think that the latter contingency is the one that was is more likely to to do like the movie theater thing. Right. Because they're like, they're not used to necessarily seeing theater in that way right and i don't think that's a bad thing that's not as, not necessarily you know, but I don't, for me i like to really get into right and i think that's it just gets like a little to, distracting at times yeah because i don't like to be distracted um and because i really like to engage with the play like by just like really paying attention yeah you know it's like classical music you like to listen to it with your eyes closed type shit yeah because you, you, yeah. you really get the experience but I and, I and i agree with you in that in that in that regard but i think in the same sense i had to shush my own dad at the at the on the mountaintop because he had <laughs> he had he brought out his cell phone was uh-huh. like sharon i'll call you back i was like just don't answer the phone and you had to mush that mush <laughs> mush it's like dad would have knocked me out oh. in front of folks <laughs> <laughs> shout no. out to carl senior shout out to carl senior <laughs> Yo, but at the same time, though, um, the one thing that I really started made me actually think about this was I didn't have a really too much of a problem with the hooting and hollering, uh, catcalling back and forth with the, uh, you know, with the with the stage and so, so on. But it was a, one part toward the end when Blanche is being taken away, you know, and she's getting ready to be carted off to the loony bin. Right. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I mean, but if you don't know. I mean, know, the play came you, out in the 40s. I mean, come on. There's no spoiler alert. You know how to play in. But uh, yeah, she, the people in the audience, there was like laughter, right? And I didn't. Right. Those are, those are the folks that don't know what's up. And I was curious to know. I'm or like, that don't get it. Or I was like, maybe they're uncomfortable and the only thing that they could do is laugh. Right. Like I was like, maybe this has got them so uncomfortable that they don't know how to sit still because it's just so much. Go- it's just like it is because I mean, there was I got it was but, it, it was touching me to a point where I was like, oh, shit, this is well, like, that's I'm feeling bad for her to well, the point where I'm like, is, emotionally. This touched, is this is one know. of the most complex pieces of theater. Right. That you'll see ever. Right. Like, and it's very like lots of layers to it. Um, though. You know, maybe some of these people who are laughing at this point, maybe the last play they saw was Don't Tell Grandma I Met Him on the Internet. Oh, boy. Shout out to Tyler Perry. That's that's actually not a Tyler Perry play. But shout out to Tyler Perry. Man. He got a new movie coming out. If I come back up these stairs and you still in this bed, I'm going to get completely naked and get up in there with you and spoon. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Perry, you're, you're somewhere listening. You're back on the podcast. Shout out to Tyler Perry. It took two, what, it took two episodes? Yeah. He took two episodes off, but he's back on the fifth one. <laughs> Or the sixth one, I'm sorry. Whatever. But uh, no, I just thought about that, you know, because I think, you know, white folks, they go to the theater, they don't talk. That's listen, a real play, by cry. the way. Yeah, it is. A re- what? Oh, it is? Don't don't tell grandma I met him on the internet. Oh, really? Yeah. That's I don't want to see it. No, you shouldn't. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's really interesting. I just thought that was interesting. And, you know, I didn't know what you thought about it, but I think we discussed it in, in, in full disclosure. All right. So um, before we get up out of here, let's talk a little bit of music, man. A little, we usually, little tunage. We usually start off with the music. Uh, you know, if, you were, if you've been waiting with bated breath for that, sorry. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Exhale. Was that, was that, a, was that a, like a Shakespearean waiting with bated breath? It feels like that was like some sort of a Shakespearean line. I, I think I got that from Matlock. Ha! <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I have a Matt, Matt Locker like my like 10th grade math teacher. That's great. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, but yeah, let's go right into music then. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Matt Locker. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I got a couple of albums uh, new to my iPod rotation. Right on. Uh, the, uh, two, we're, we're not going to go into like the whole album or whatever. Okay. Uh, we're just going to talk about a couple of songs. So uh, the first one is Ab Soul. The album is Control System. Mm-hmm. Hashtag control system. Right. Um, the other one is Killer Mike Rap Music. R dot A dot P dot music. What does the uh, acronym stand for? I don't know. Okay. I, I think that might have just may have just been one of those uh I'm gonna put the, the you know. I'm sure he's got some sort of he made something up. He yeah. had to. Like rich ass people. <laughs> something. It had to be something. Yeah, I don't know, whatever. But anyway, so uh we played you know, before we got online, uh, uh we we played uh this Absol song. Absol, uh, in case you don't know, is part of the Black Hippie Crew, Top Dog Entertainment. Okay, um, he is so he, Top Dog, cool. Yeah, yeah, he's down with Kendrick Lamar, Schoolboy Q. Uh, J Rock is the other member of that like little uh, that crew, mm-hmm. um, and so we listened to a song called Illuminate featuring Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. uh, which is a cool song. Cool, cool song. song. Real it's cool. a it's a cool album. It's mm-hmm. a cool album. Um, I would say that Ab Soul has a leg up on uh, fellow Black Hippie Schoolboy Q. I think so. In, in that he actually has something to say. I like that too. I appreciate um, that more than Schoolboy Q. Like, Schoolboy Q. Has, he's like, not a schoolboy. He's not a schoolboy at true. all. It's true. In I mean, fact, in fact, he's a gangbanger. Well, and I appreciate that too. But I I'm mean, saying. that's cool and everything. But like, um, his songs are mad simple. But I, this and isn't about him. Okay. Yeah, it's not about Schoolboy Q. I'm just gonna tell you right now, though. I appreciate Absol more than Schoolboy Q. Likewise. Um, but I, I took a little issue, a little something Absol had to say. And what was that? All right, so he starts off the second verse. He was like, you know, I used to want to be like Jay-Z. Now I'm past Jay-Z. And Nas don't want to see me. Whoop. And, and Pac and Big and all this other. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You supposed to be. I used to want to rap like Jay-Z. Now I feel like I'm run laps around Jay-Z. Now I ain't seen nothing. It's nasty. Big and Pac got to come in when I pass too. Okay, you got to really come correct if you talking about just knocking off all these dudes who are like, Hip hop Mount Rushmore. (laughs) (laughs) He just went through and just started chopping everybody. He was like, "Now I'm past Jay Z. You don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to get the mic after me." And all. But check it though. So you don't think you think. if that's the kind of stuff you're talking, you, you must have been like, yo, he's about to spit some like, craziness. Right. And so he spit an okay verse. But the irony is that Kendrick Lamar came in <laughs> and murdered him on his own song. Like, but that's what Kendrick does, minute. though. It's scary yeah, like, to have you Kendrick can't, featured you on can't, your track. You can't. You can't just say you're better than Jay-Z and then the next du- your homeboy come on the track and murder you. Well, hey, now Absol is featured on Kendrick Lamar's Section 80. He is. One of the last songs. And he yeah. actually goes in. Absolute outro. Yeah, and he actually goes in. Oh, yeah, he he has his moments. He does. But well, that wasn't one of them. No, okay. That, yeah. He was he was wilding for respect. He was wilding for respect. Uh, now, I would like to say, though, is there... I'm playing devil's advocate yet again. Okay. The fact that he went after the, the hip-hop Mount Rushmore is saying something, right? It's saying that he's obviously trying to prove... He's trying to, you know, 
say, you know what? I know you're, everybody praises these other people, but I'm telling you that I'm taking my shine and I'm not, you know, I'm just yeah. coming at, you know, I'm coming at the best or in a sense, right? All right. Well, that's cool and everything. But like, you know, we have a problem in hip hop where, where new cats don't, you know, give props. Pay homage, right. Yeah, man. They like, like you, this is your first album, man. But a lot of these new cats don't need, feel like they need to pay But homage. they do. Why? Because they're not nice. They're not, like, they're not nicer than them. Well, that's, that's a matter of opinion. And, and, Come on. Always though, it's all subjective. All right. It's okay. all subjective. Well, Hip hop okay, is subjective. Okay, fine. Absol is the greatest rapper of all time. I wouldn't end. go that far. I well, wouldn't say right that. Then. You well, wouldn't say that. He might say that. Well, he might not even say well, that. I might say he's an idiot. You can say that. All right. You just said my, it. I think. I think my opinion matters more than his. Well, in my mind, you got a podcast. He got an album. Uh, well, I think I win. Well, that's all that matters. How about Killer Mike? Killer Mike. So uh, I played for you the Reagan track, man. What right. you think of that? I think that track is very. Uh, it, 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 I think it's deep. I think it touches on a couple of different layers, and I appreciate the song. I really do. I would play that song, and um, we actually gonna give them a little snippet of it here. It seems our people starve from lack of understanding, cause all we seem to give them is some balling and some dancing, and some talking about our car and imaginary mansions. We should be indicted for bullshit we inciting, and the children deaf and pretending it's exciting. We are advertisements for agony and pain. Uh, but I, I do. I do think that it's uh, saying some things. I don't know how I feel about his take on. I mean, I feel like he's just also talking. You know, when you start talking in this political route, right? Mm -hmm. You start trying to attack pol uh, politicians and things like that um, on records. I think it gets a little. Uh, it just gets a little, you know, like preachy. Preachy, but not only that, it also gets to a point where it's not you're necessarily like, like misinformed. Yeah, you're okay. not really. You don't really know. I agree. What you, like, what are you really attacking? Okay, you're gonna first. You want to attack Ronald Reagan? Cool. But then you want to attack Obama. Obama and Ronald Reagan, you know, <laughs> there's no, like, I don't see, you can't make, push them together and say they're the same people. It's no, like, it's, it's not like, the case. It's like peanut butter and soap. Right. That doesn't go to go together. <laughs> you don't mix. This <laughs> you shit know? just ain't right. It ain't, it ain't a sandwich. Okay. And I mean, and then you want to try to attack, like, are you attacking the policies that these two presidents are implementing? Or, or what is actually, you know, you talk Yo, about Qaddafi in there. Yo, like, why, why, why black folks turning on Obama, man? I don't get it. I, why, I really why, don't, why man. People in general turning on Obama don't you see other like I don't, I don't want to make this whole this podcast too political or anything it's but like, already gone there now man. I mean Let's go whatever there. but like I'm just saying man like people I feel like people had unrealistic expectations of Obama well I just like think like, like he was gonna come in and be Jesus and, and 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 make the make the blind see and all this other stuff but I'm like yo like politics is complicated and I, and I think that that's the thing that they don't see they don't understand that politics is so much is so much bigger There's a than lot it's going over on. everyone's like, head he said he was going to do this he ain't do it man like like he's trying the best don't he you know can what, right like, now like the government man. is a complicated system it's so complicated and it's and so you, it's so fucked up i got to say it, it i really mean, excuse is. my four letter words but it is fucked up hey man stop fucking cussing man hey that shit is fucked up the government is all kinds of fucked up. And I mean, and I think Obama sees that. I think we all see that. And I don't know what people expect. You think four years, you think eight years is going to make the government flip over? Hell no. There's people in there that's not that's not going to move and it's, and it's funded in all kinds of different ways. And it's just... And they, and they ain't paying for the ones. And they ain't paying for the ones. And they're going to tell you to get your hand out they motherfucking pocket. You I did? thought I told you. Toasty! But anyway, I think the album's pretty good. The album is okay, I guess. I mean, I haven't really heard all of it, but that Ronald Reagan track is cool. I, I, I respect it for I mean, what it got, is. It's, what I like about the album, 
like to, to you know the, right. the Reagan track is cool because you know, I like that he took takes a stand. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, or, that's the thing, right? As long as he's saying he's saying something, he's trying to have a voice, and that's all that matters. Right. There's also, but then you want if you really want to get it to the point where you like, what are you really doing with that track? Because you got two other tracks on your album that's kind of like. You got more tracks that's contradicting a little bit of what you're right. saying. You know, so but, you kind of like well, missing. Like, here's you, the thing, you, you're right? You're really not doing anything. But with your the, music. the problem is, like, you know, when a cat's like, yo, I heard that killer Mike, man. Obama ain't shit. You know what I mean? Like, instead, instead of being like an informed person on their own and having their own opinion. Right. Um, but in general, I think it's a cool album. I like, it's got a lot of that boom bap sound right. combined with kind of like that organized noise mm-hmm. sound. You know, which I'm not he, too big of a fan of. Which, I you know, tell he's you. down with like Outkast. I'm hey. cool with Outkast. Shout out to Outkast. No, but I do. I agree. I think Outkast is cool. I think Killer Mike is cool. I just, I mean, I'm not a Remember big fan. when he had the verse of the year? That, yo, Carl, that C42 dude was a huge, yo, when I, we, one time we was inebriated, you know, hanging out, chilling, you know, had a roundtable discussion about, you know, hip hop and the state of hip hop. Just before we, the podcast was long It was like a couple years ago. And, you know, SC42 Dill emphasized that Killer Mike had to be one of the best, he had one of the best rap verses of the year that year. I think that was the same year that, like, that Ecstatic was out, that Jay Z had dropped Blueprint 3. That, I was, you know yo, I was, was like, hey, I was juiced up that day. He was, he was tired. That's what it was. Because about 10 minutes later, he fell asleep with a beer in his hand. Okay, so the brother was, he was just on one that day. He didn't really know what he was talking about, but he yeah, was a big I, fan of Killer Mike. So that's why when he played the track for me, as soon as he came to me, he was like, yo, this is that Killer Mike. Immediately, I gave him the little side head, like, he look like, like mm. <laughs> all right, we're going to listen to it. Give it a shot. Put it on. And it's actually a pretty cool track. Um, the album is all right. Not a huge fan of it. Um, I will be bumping the app so out more, but um, I got to say, overall, right now, something I'm playing is the Santa Gold did like that. Uh, I, I mean, I'm still kind of playing old shit. Like I, I got that Erica Badu album, this the uh, the New America Part Two. I was playing that shit heavy, and and then that Self Scientific. You you heard about them? You heard about Self Scientific? Yeah, Self Scientific and uh, DJ Khalil. They had an album EP that was released last year. And they get down. They from the West Coast. They get down with Dre and all them. He produced a couple tracks with Dre. But yeah, I just you know that's what I've been playing. So. I, yeah, the Absol joint was cool. I actually, I, I prefer the Killer. Okay, I don't mind. It's okay. You know, uh, I thought that the Absol, the, my, my my main issue with the Absol joint, I feel like there was like four tracks that like he could have just got right, and it would have been fine. Um, but hey, um, I do like both of them. Right. Uh, so you know, check them out if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, feel free to hit us up on Twitter and, and give your own recommendations you to your boys. You hit us up on Twitter at, at A-Lyric and at A-L-Y-R-C Please know my name, my titles, and all my acronyms. Or at C42YA-DOOR To you, though. Alright? On uh, Twitter. On Twitter. Get at us. We gotta get the. We gotta get a Twitter account for the eighties babies. Like we do. Right? We do. Yeah. And hit us up, ladies and gentlemen. Let us know what you think and how you feeling. Anything you like us to talk about, we'd be more than happy to put it on. We'll have some new special guests coming up soon. And in the meantime, if SC Fortier Doe gives me his blessing, peace, 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 peace. Take your game, switch your flow, can't fuck with this top dog shit though. Take your game, switch your flow, can't fuck with this top dog shit though. Take your game, switch your flow, can't fuck with this top dog shit though. Take your game, switch your flow, can't fuck with this top dog shit though.
Tonight. I said we stand a chance against the military tonight. Babylon, Babylon. At my window, all I see is Babylon. On the news, all I see is Babylon. And all niggas do is just Babylon. Money and hoes, more money and hoes. If I sold dope, I'd have plenty of flows. I spend the projects like J Rock. I would've more than likely slang rocks. All my life, I done been around Crips and Bloods, Pimps and Thugs. Just to name a few. Drugs. Mama say it's in my blood, but she don't know what the fuck I've been through. To creep through the back door, the typical black boy in the good old USA. Before I push rhymes like way, I used to wanna play for the NBA. Hey. Fuck I'm doing talking about pineal gland. Ancient ways of Sumerian. Ain't nothing wrong with a righteous man. That's why I had to write this, man. For my niggas on the corner selling water to somebody's daughter, fluctuating prices, man. I ain't got no gavel, I ain't tryna fight nobody battle. I, I just wanna be free. I ain't tryna be nobody chattel, nobody chattel, nobody chattel, nobody chattel, nobody Wish I could see all the Selassie. Maybe my sovereignty will still be mine. If all the gangs in the world unify, we stand a chance against the military tonight. I said we stand a chance against the military tonight. I said we stand a chance against the military tonight. AK clips, they extra peel. Smoking on some of that extra kill. Purple Urkel, that Jaleel. I put that on everything. If we could link up every gang, and niggas is willing to bear the pain, we put the White House lights out today. Okay, KK. We mobbing like we the black KKK. Don't forget my AKA Mayday. P on your PhD or your AA. Hey, 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 dear Barack. I know you're just a puppet, but I'm giving you props You're lying to the public like it ain't nothing And I just love it, I hope it don't stop I don't give a damn, nigga, bang that block I don't give a fuck, nigga, bang that Glock I seen an image of Hitler in the picture when the Twin Towers dropped Peak the concept, you got progress, you got congress We protesting, hopes they confess Just proceed on your conquest I ain't got no gavel, I ain't finna fight nobody battle I just wanna be free I ain't finna be nobody chattel. Nobody chattel. Nobody chattel. Nobody chattel. Wish I could see all the Selassie. Maybe my sovereignty will still be mine. If all the gangs in the world unify, we stand a chance against the military tonight. I said we stand a chance against the military tonight. I said we stand a chance against the military tonight. Extra bills, extra bills. Nose can't ring like sofa my baby needs some information. So bad this stuff like Oprah Green. Pull around, come back, oh for real. Top blue off low fuss and teeth. Get lined up like homeless me. Fill it if in the hobby and homeless feel. Okay, okay, okay. Don't try to stop and get in my way. You'll get stumped like a Broadway play. AK melee, make it obey, okay? Feel my pain, going insane. I'm ashamed. Cause I ain't got shit but an EBT card from a fiend that owe me and I send her daughter name. How the fuck is they supposed to eat? How the fuck am I supposed to eat? Got a nigga in the streets, no healthcare, trying to slang weed just to put shoes on their feet. So fuck you, you don't give a fuck about me. Can't get a job if they drug test me. Got a nigga stretched up, press, got a fell out of the chest, and the world stripped of happiness. I ain't got no gavel, I ain't trying to fight nobody best. I just wanna be free, I ain't finna be nobody shot. Nobody shot, nobody shot.
This episode of the 80s Babies podcast was brought to you by Popular Culture Productions and PCPmedia.us, our take on the world we live in.